When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to Flames Nation Radio. He's Shane. I'm Ryan coming to you from vacation because... I just can't get enough of Shane in my life or, or, or podcast really. How you doing Shane? I'm good. I'm good. It's uh, I'm, it's not quite as hot here as it is for you there, but uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I made the, the life decision of going to uh, Southern California during the worst heat wave in 50 years in California. So it's uh, when, when you wake up, it's 30 degrees and humid and then it gets hotter. So, I mean, it Haven't feels you been trying to go on this trip for like a year or two, like two yeah, years. It, it, it basically feels how I imagine it would be uh, living day to day in a microwave. I don't know how people live in this climate. It's a beautiful place, but they usually get like a month of just unbearable heat a year and it's near the ocean so they can handle it. But whew. Uh, as always, we're brought to you by DoorDash and by the fine folks at Eau Claire Distillery. The makers of Rupert's Whiskey, the official whiskey of the Calgary Flames. And as always, brought to you by our friends at Montana's. Uh, Shane, this week, uh, there's not a lot of news for now. No, uh, it's been the pretty flame, quiet. We're, we're waiting on the Flames to uh, come to some sort of uh, an agreement for the coming season with Adam Rzichka. He's basically the only last uh, lingering piece of restrictive free agency or free agency in general news for the Flames. We know, you know, based on everything we're hearing, the Flames are trying to add a forward of some kind to the group through free agency or other means nothing's happened yet so we sit and wait so we figured in the absence of actual news uh, shane and i would talk about three players apiece that we think that this is going to be a really important training camp for and because i'm me i'm going to start i'm going to start off with dylan dubay so dylan dubay has been in a unique situation for the flames uh, last couple of years in the sense that dylan dubay was drafted the year after the flames got Pani. And I think the challenge is Manjapani, once he went pro, simply had a clearer role. Uh, Manjapani came in. They said, Manj, we want you to be a really good fourth-line player. And he said, you betcha. And then he was that. And then they said, how about you be a really good third-line, second-line guy? He said, okay, I'll do that too. And he was that. And they said, hey, okay, you're doing this pretty well. Uh, you want to play with Backlund and play against the, the, uh, the shutdown line? He said, okay. And then he did that too. And then he scored 35 goals. So Manjapani has a really clear cut role on the team and his role hasn't really dictated how he plays. Uh, he plays basically as a second line guy with the same level of intensity and attention to detail and, you know, grit that he did as a fourth line guy. And that might be why he's been so effective. The other thing why he's been so effective is that he plays consistently and I think one of the reasons he plays consistently is that the expectations and the role for him are also consistent. He, from game one to game 82, what success looks like for Maggiapani 
is the same. Whereas Dylan Dubé, I think, to use a phrase, to a certain extent has been Sam Benedict because sometimes he's a center, sometimes he's a winger, sometimes he's playing high in the rotation, sometimes he's playing low in the rotation. Somebody gets hurt, he's the first guy to move up into any spot in the top nine or the top six, which is good for him. He's got that versatility. But I think if you if you wonder to yourself, what's his job? What is the thing that they want Dylan Dubé to do on a game-to-game basis? I think it's really difficult to define, and I think that's why, compared to some of the other guys, you know, the young guys who come through the system the last few years, I think it's been a little bit a tougher slog for him. He's shown, you know, flashes of brilliance. You know, we talked, I think last week or the week before about that series against Dallas a couple of years ago in the bubble. Oh, where that beautiful goal off the league. He, 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 was, yeah. he was, you know, the Flames lost uh, Anthony Kachuk, and I would argue that Dylan Dubé was their best or their second best forward in that series. It wasn't <laughs> enough to get them a series win, but damn it, he tried his best. And I don't think we've seen that Dylan Dubé nearly as consistently enough during the regular season. And that's why he's, you know, he, you know, on the depth chart that we're kicking around, he's starting off on, on the third line. But he's also a guy that, you know, let's say Toffoli doesn't click on the top line right away. Let's say, you know, Blake Coleman, they want to shuffle around. Like if Dubé has a good camp, he's a guy who can easily play all over the place and play with anybody, but he hasn't really shown it consistently enough to cement himself as one of those guys yet. He's got one thing that the other wingers don't have to the same degree, and that's his speed. Now they used to have Johnny, um, uh, but, but Dubé is probably their fast, naturally fastest skating here. And how he is going to play with a centerman is going to determine where he is in the lineup. Uh, how does that complement this? He, he's got three really great zone now. Yeah, we 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 probably connect back under right now, but you know he is more of a he's less of a shutdown guy and more more of a scorer so far based on how his numbers play and everything and and how he's tracked and even just how he plays. But I mean, if he could figure out how to use his speed on the back check a little more, he could be a, even more of a complete player and and could take maybe that next step. But um, right now, yeah, I think Sutter said it on the Eric Francis show. Everyone needs to be ten percent better, and Dubé is no no exception he's looking for a step forward from his winger if he's not going to make the step forward someone else might get the opportunity so i agree do big 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 training camp for Dubé. Yeah, you yeah give me one of yours uh so uh the one that everyone uh, else will probably mention is the run rookie that everyone's hoping might make uh out of camp in a prominent position that's jacob pelche uh, as of right now, there seem there is seemingly a hole there. The Flames have not inked uh, Evan Rodriguez or Sonny Milano, the two kind of possible top six uh, wingers still available. Um, so there's a spot open, and the best winger on the Stockton Heat, which from last year, which will now be the Calgary Heat or the Wranglers, sorry, uh, but uh, is Jacob Pelche. And Jacob Pelche uh, has. Get, got sent home he's got a training regimen he's got a full year he knows what to expect he's out of professional year i'm really interested to see how much work he put in the offseason himself to get prepped one of the things we hear all the time from the coaching staff is are they at the right conditioning level to play right away uh i'm interested in the fitness testing i'm interested in his on ice capabilities um he, he's poised to take a step of his draft class he's one of the only first round picks to not have played uh, an nhl game yet it is closing in on time for pelche time 
And I, I think he can do it. Uh, if they don't sign anyone, I would expect him to be there. But things can change, and uh, we'll see how it training camp plays out. But that's why it's a big training camp for Jacob Pelche. There's a spot open, and he's more than skilled enough to grab it. Yeah, and, and I think for, for Pelche, it's just a question of, can he be this year's uh, Shillington? Can he be the guy who sort of kicks the door down and makes it impossible to, to send him down? And I think the challenge for him is, you know, he's playing, you know, the let's be honest, the Flames think they won a Stanley Cup this year. Like, let's not, let's not beat around the bush. They think they're good enough. They thought they were good enough last year. They think they're close. And so it's a tough situation to put a young kid in that because you don't, you know, this, I know this will sound kind of crazy for people, but they, they, they don't want to put a 20 or 21 year old kid in a position to cost the Flames game and, and potentially cost them the Stanley Cup. So unless they think he can be a net positive contributor, they, you know, it, it's, a, it's a really stupid thing to try to teach somebody on the job on a Stanley Cup contending team because, you know, the, the, the ramifications of failure on a contending team are much worse for both the player and the team. And you know you don't you don't want to sort of damage a kid's confidence like that. Well, just look on the other, how, uh, on the other hand, if he if he's like if he comes in, he's he seems like a type of player that Daryl Sutter could fall in love with, just with how he plays and who's very good in the American Hockey League. Great, you know, with that you get a you get a cup of coffee, you get a pat in the back, and they send you they send you on your way for the summer to, with a, a training regiment. But you know, when we talk, I talked to Mitch Love about uh, about the prospects as part of our prospect series uh, that just concluded. He he had a lot of really nice things to say about Pelche, and you know, I th- I think Pelche and, and uh, you know a couple other guys in the system did everything they could to raise their stock this this off or this uh, past regular season. So. You know, I think Pelche is well positioned, but I also think, like you, I think he needs to have a hell of a camp to really force manager's hand because he's waiver exempt, so you can send him down and you don't risk losing him. Whereas some other guys, maybe they want to keep them around. So we'll see. Just, just before you, we move on to your second guy, uh, how the Colorado Avalanche utilized Alex Newhook is an example of a championship team and using a skilled uh, prospect or player Newhook didn't play top line top end minutes he he got basically whenever he was in the lineup a steady dose of third line um, depending on when and where he uh, when they needed him but uh, yeah like that, that just as soon as you mentioned like the usage and the how to use them that's the example that came to mind for me so um, good leadership in the room good veteran presence that can possibly help him along but yeah you definitely can't just throw him in there and expect perfection so okay my next one uh this is an obvious one and it's obvious because we've talked about him a lot uh Yusuf Alamaki uh he's in you know he's he's gonna he has a year left of his current deal he's gonna be a RFA after the season uh he spent last season I think he played a couple NHL games a handful of NHL games he began the season as I guess the six seven defenseman I think sort of a six and then you know you know, when Zadorov got hurt, they moved Bal- they moved Shillington up, and then everybody dropped down a peg. And the guy who fell out of the bottom was you know, Yusuf Alamaki, and he did not do enough to get himself back into the top six. And so he was sent back to the minors midseason because he was wafer exempt. Uh, and you know, he the Flames started the season with eight defensemen, and he was the eighth best guy. He was the easiest guy to send down. They didn't want to lose Michael Stone because he was league minimum and a very solid defenseman, uh, you know, solid number seven. I think the I think uh, the Flames' point was proven in the playoffs when he had to come in. Um, and Yuso, he was 
fine, I guess, in the American Hockey League. He, I, I watched a lot of AHL games last year specifically to watch uh, Yusuf Elinecki. He was, you know, he was fine. But, I mean, if you look at the, the other guys in, in Stockton, Connor Mackey was consistently better. They pulled up Connor Mackey and used him as a, an extra defenseman in the playoffs because they felt Connor Mackey really kicked ass last year and deserved the opportunity. And I'm sure Connor Mackey learned a lot from it. Whereas Balamacki, he played a lot in the playoffs and he was pretty good in the playoffs. But, you know, he's the kind of guy where, you know, based on where he was drafted, based on what excited scouts in the Flames about Balamacki when he was drafted, they thought this is the kind of guy who can really be a difference maker and unfortunately he wasn't a consistent difference maker in the american league and i i think this is the kind of year where if he has a good camp they can find a home for him maybe it's in calgary maybe they make some moves and use him as a seventh and i'm sure they love if alamaki had an amazing camp and was the guy they thought he would could be and then they're like, oh, sweet. Okay, this guy's awesome. We'll use him as a seven. Maybe we won't use him all the time, but who cares? You know, if, if you have a good seven, you, you're going to use a good seven. But if he's not a guy who can be a good seven and push for spots above that, then, you know, maybe they put up, they're gonna def- they'd have to throw him a waivers, but maybe you look at a trade, maybe you look, but all, all the possibilities for his career in the NHL, anywhere in any organization is dependent on him having a good camp. And, you know, it's a lot of pressure to put on a guy who's had, let's be honest, he's had the shittiest luck as a pro. Uh, high ankle sprain mid-season his first year. He, uh, For those of you who, who have short memories, Uso made the Flames, legitimately made the Flames at a camp in his first pro season. He came in and he was awesome. I mean, he wasn't Giordano or Brody good, but he was, you know, you can make a case he was the third or fourth best guy in that camp. He made the team legitimately. Everyone was, you know, really excited to see him take that step. Mid-season, he had a high ankle injury, which if you had a high ankle sprain, you basically can't put weight on your foot, and then you have to wait for the whole thing to mend, and it's a soft tissue injury, and it's a hard tissue injury sometimes at once. So you have to wait for a lot of things to heal correctly, and then you have to basically learn how to walk properly again. And then you have, once you get your walking cadence down, then you got to try to skate again. And skating, when you haven't really skated in a long time, especially at a high level, is really tough. And then he got past all that, and he came back to the playoffs against Colorado, and the team was, they got the doors blown off, but he was fine. Then that off season, he's like, okay, can I get back on track? Blew out his knee at the end of camp. Like they, it was such a, it was his, he blew out his knee at the end of the summer. It was so late that they'd already bought out, I believe, uh, Michael Stone. And then they had to call him up awkwardly and be like, hey, Mike, you're going to come back. Uh, we actually need a guy now. So good for Michael Stone. I mean, you know, never, not, but to begrudge nothing, like Michael Stone is a financial decision, not like they didn't think he was a good defenseman. But, you know, you're, you're, you know, he, he made the team at his first year in camp and then just, he was going to, he was, he was going to have to play his way off the team that second year before his knee gave out. And then he lost that whole year of development. And then all of a sudden you're heading into the third year of your entry level deal. And you've only played half a season because of injuries, which is, is kind of shitty. Which is and then, terrible at 19 and 20 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think it's 2021, but yeah, like yeah. then he has a pandemic and as a young guy, like, it's hard for you to get training again because especially in a developmental year, you really need the one-on-one hands-on with time with a dev coach, a skills coach, a skating coach, especially when you're coming off those kind of lower body injuries, you need to get your strength back and your swagger back and your confidence in your Mm -hmm. game and your speed and your edges. There's so many things that have sort of gone against him the last few years. It's hard not to root for him though, because 
I remember how good he was for Tri-City in his draft year, in his post-draft year, how good he was for the Flames in that first camp, how good he was for the Flames when he came back and did some rehab work in, in Stockton that year. He he has so much potential that we hope he's able to meet that potential somewhere because, yeah. you know, it's just... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. He's got great raw skills and a great hockey IQ on the offensive side of the puck, but he needs to, he needs to rope in his defensive game if he's ever going to play a regular role on a Daryl Sutter team. Um, that's that's you're never getting caught behind you're always in the right position you're between goalie and them on the rush always you're you get caught at all no go like your job is yeah. to defend your job as a defenseman is to be the defense and not the offense and that's that's a little bit and you know what he had a year where he had to go back to the minors he's still making his his big bucks his 1.5 million 1.55 million dollar contract it's one way so he's still getting paid no matter what but yeah, nothing, nothing is given. It's all earned with Daryl Sutter, and uh, you're going to have to earn it. You're going to have to work hard and take a spot from someone that's already in the lineup. And, yeah, that might, to, to steal a line from the departed, no one's going to give it to you. You're going to have to take it. And mm-hmm. that's, that's how things have been with young players under Daryl Sutter. If somebody comes in and kicks the door down, they'll get an opportunity. Yusuf Alamaki could be one of them. But I would argue that time may be running out for him to sort of make an impression on on this coaching staff on this on this management group because you know the the clock's a ticking and he's you know he's waiver eligible and i'm sure you know for a guy who was as highly touted as he was they don't want to lose him for nothing and i think they're running the risk of losing him for nothing depending on how things go so i don't know we'll see how they go uh as we're discussing about time running out shane time is running out for the all you can eat ribs at Montana's. Uh, the the all you can eat rib fest runs until September twelfth. So you have just over actually just when you're saying this, just under a week remaining. So yeah. get on out, go get some ribs. They're excellent. We won't t- you know if you have a diet or something. Don't training camp starts uh, on the twenty first for Plains veterans, on the fourteenth for the rookies. So to whatever you need to say to yourself to make it okay to go get some ribs, go get some ribs. Uh, 
Montana has, has the, uh, will also have, still have their uh, limited time big grill trio with his four bones of in-house smoked pork back ribs, a fire grilled chicken breast, both sauce you're liking, and two grilled shrimp, shrimp skewers brushed with a garlicky Cajun sauce, along with sides and a drink. So yeah, get on down to Montana's. Uh, they're lovely people, supporters of, of us uh, and our beautiful work here at the Nation Network. And uh, maybe some damn fine ribs. Uh, you're never going to go wrong with uh, a big old plate of ribs. Just make sure, you know, when you get hashtag get Montana's messy, uh, bring some wet naps, uh, you know, do what you need to do to make yourself presentable. Uh, our friend, our friend over at Oilers Nation, Bag Milk, uh, went down to Montana's before he had a big meeting. And if, you, if you're full of meat, you're full of, of those sides, like the, the cornbread and, and the potatoes, uh, you might be a little bit nappy, you might have a little bit of sleep. And need to fight the sleep a bit uh, so just don't try not to have anything important to do right after you go to montana's go to montana's and then get on the couch and play some video games have a nap do whatever you need to do whatever your process is find the process is right for you but again all you can eat rib fest runs until september 12th at your nearest montana's location they're very nice people nope. tell me said yeah tell me say hi you know who's definitely going to need that break between um when the ribs and, and training camp is Adam Razichka. Uh, he's got to find a contract, someone there too, but he's my second guy to have a big camp. He is their prototypical. If something were to happen to one of their centermen, he's right there. He's in the wings. He's going to require waivers if he goes down this year. So, you know, you got to hope he makes the camp. He played 33 games last year, I believe. I think it was 26. Um, 26 he's got or his 33 overall I think over the last couple of years he's somewhere in 30 some games but he's got a nose for the net that a guy his that you, you dream guys his size have now he's got to get his mobility and he's got to get his positioning right but he had a pretty much a full half a season with the big club last year getting direction from the guy that you want to give him direction to he's a coach's dream if he can figure it out I'm hoping I, you know, I don't know if he makes it as a center right away. Like, like if he can transition his game into the wing and make himself more versatile, uh, you know, there's, there's more of likely playing time and, and roster spots for him. If he just keeps it one dimensional at center, he's going to have to, and I'm knock on wood because I hope it doesn't happen to the three guys hope for an injury. Um, I, I did suggest in a previous podcast, he could take reps uh in the fourth line center role occasionally just to make sure he's still skating but ideally this is a player you don't want playing on fourth line role because they do play a different uh they do have a different job than the other lines you want him on a scoring role with some complementary players that are going to allow him he's got great hands in tight i'll I'll disagree somewhat with that i'll disagree somewhat with that just the idea that you mentioned the the daryl sutter style uh referring to a previous player i think that i think the i think rizichka is found money in the offensive zone he's so good in the offensive zone i still think they think he's a work in progress defensively and yeah. if anything the the fourth line is sort of the play responsibility hockey in your own zone get it out and then just chip chase and check that's what they want the guys to do so i would argue that maybe you want to put him on that fourth line to start because we, you know the, the flames have typically done with some of these younger guys where they start you out Case in point, you brought up Manjupani when we were talking about Dylan Dubé. With Manjupani, Manjupani, when he was playing with with uh, Hathaway Derek and Ryan, Derek Ryan, Hathaway. were buried in the defensive zone. And the the instruction from Bill Peters was, "Kill, win the faceoffs, get the hell out of there." And that was the role they were able to do it. But it made that role, I think, made Manjupani 
re, like he was already pretty good, but I think it really helped him home his attention to detail in his own zone because first couple of months of doing that, he would make some mistakes and they'd be scrambling. After the first couple of months, he figured it out. It made Hathaway better. It made, I even argue that role made Derek Ryan better at times because he was able to sort of rely on, the, on his teammates a bit more. So all three of them statistically since then have been fantastic defensive players as well. So, yeah. so but, where, what role but, but good. That's like, I get what you're saying. Either one of those three would not be a, I, I get what you're saying. Not a Ben, not a, I'm just the opposite of a beneficiary, uh, whatever that is. Hindrance. Uh, the opposite of that word. It's a compliment to him and possibly developing his game. So, in my, I agree um, in the sense that he could, like, I'm not against using the Rizic on the fourth line. He's got, he's got more speed than those other guys and drive, like I said, to play has been up the middle. So uh, having a six foot four center on the ice at any time is, is always a positive. And that's why Adam Rizicka is my second player uh, to watch in camp. Hello. Pardon the technical difficulty. Back, uh, if you remember, he is in California, so hotel Wi-Fi that might folks. Happen sometime to time. Hotel Wi-Fi. Well, we'll see if Prince can stitch this together in some sort of a coherent way. Uh, so yeah, Shane. We'll, we'll trust him. Shane's second ba- second player uh, with an important camp is Adam Rizicka. My third guy, and this might surprise some people, is Dustin Wolf. So here here's the thing. Uh, so. Dan Vladar is in the second year, or actually his third year of his current contract. Uh, upon his expiry, he becomes a restricted free agent. Uh, Dan Vladar is on a league minimum contract. Dan Vladar will never be cheaper and more of a bargain than he is right now, which means Dan Vladar, if the Flames have a replacement for him, is a prime contender to be flipped or half set. There are plenty of teams who would be probably willing to give up a, let's say, second round pick. Maybe, maybe just a third. Maybe the Flames settle for a third. But I think they'd probably be hoping for a second-round pick to recoup the third-round pick they spent on him. And Dan Vladar could go and probably be maybe not a starter in any other market, but a solid, solid like, 40-game, 35-to-40-game yeah, goal. Like a, like a Capo Kacken in uh, uh, James Reimer split-level kind of role. There are like plenty they, of I'm teams sure. that don't have two NHL goaltenders they, they trust – and I'm pretty sure if Dan Vladar continues being the way he was last season, there will be plenty of teams calling the Flames being like, what's it going to cost to get Dan Vladar from you? Uh, because, the, you know, the Flames cap situation is tight and Dan Vladar will probably be making on a new contract, let's say north of a million bucks. And if you can save a few hundred thousand dollars without really having a drop off, you, you might entertain that. Where that's important, that is, uh, you know, Dustin Wolf, because Dustin Wolf, the reigning American Hockey League goaltender of the year and uh, someone who's been the, the the goaltender of the year in the league he's played in for each of the last three seasons. He's a damn fine goalie. He was real good for them in the playoffs in Stockton. He was real good for them in the regular season in Stockton. He was so good that Daryl Sutter, uh, you know, with the, the, the Flames, we talked previously about how Daryl Sutter, the, his reputation is he's kind of, he doesn't want to bring up a lot of young kids. And I think it depends on the kid because Dustin Wolf got brought up twice to be the backup in short-term situations. But the, the, the line that was given to us was he's the best goalie down there. He's the number three goalie in the system, easily number three goalie in the system as a 20 year old, now a 21 year old. And the thought process was he's the next guy up. So why not use him for Dustin? 
what's the I think the big question right now is what's the gap is what is the gap between him and Dan Vladar? Because if the gap ain't very much, I think you start early on thinking about a post Vladar future and also about Dustin Wolf's NHL bonafides. Because you know, I, I think you I think you have to look at it. And I think if you're Wolf, you know, plenty of goalies have had a good AHL, a good first AHL season and then sort of evened out, tailed off a bit. Because it's, you know, it's easy to be like, yeah, I was I had a great season. And then you go, oh, okay, you get, you get comfortable. And I think the challenge for them is, and I think the reason why they brought in Oscar Dansk as his backup, Oscar Dansk was Dustin Wolf in a lot of different NHL markets. In his NHL career, he's been a guy who's sort of been almost at the, almost at the precipice of breaking through as a regular, couldn't quite work it out. He's, he can't, he played in the KHL. He's played in the minors. He's a veteran pro. And I think his job is to make sure that Wolf is a little bit uncomfortable all the time so that Wolf finds that next level. Cause if Wolf can go from being a good, a, a, you know, a very good, I don't think it's unfair to say very good AHL goalie. If he can be a consistently very good goalie. You can use the word great. He's borderline great. So how do you get him great? Yeah. If he's great, he's not going to be in the AHL much longer. And I think that'd be what the Flames want. The Flames don't want him to be in the AHL any longer than he needs to be. And I think uh, the witching hour is almost upon us for seeing if Dustin Wolf can be a consistent NHLer. So Dustin Wolf is my third guy. I, I That fascinates me um, because goalies, people, franchises have forever wanted to bring goalies along slowly. Right. Like they, they like to give them lots of time to marinate and get down to the nitty gritty. But I'm like, also, I, they need to know what's going to happen. Like what what level do they need to they need to test the NHL at some point so they know exactly what they're getting their butts into. They need to know what level they need to work towards when they're down there. And the I'm going to be honest, the preseason can only show you so much like, like you're going to need to eventually see some NHL action. So, you know what level you need to get your game to. Um, I'm not worried about Dustin Wolf working his way there. Three years in a row, best best goaltender in his league. No, he's uh, – personally, I don't know what the gap between uh, the goalies are because, I, like, I borrow from Daryl all the time. I know big saves and bad goals. But uh, Dustin Wolf has a lot of big saves and not very many bad goals. So that, uh, that just puts him very high in my books. And uh, um, one of the best goaltending prospects they've drafted uh, based on uh, success in the minor leagues in years um, – they haven't worked previously. So we're just, I fingers crossed is what it comes with me and Wolf. I'm just, just hoping. Um, my third guy is finally not a young guy. <laughs> it's an older guy. Uh, it's Nazem Kadri. It's first season in Calgary. And it's more or less because I want to know where he slots. Is he going to be uh, in a tandem with Lindholm? Is he getting the offensive starts? Is he getting the defensive starts? Um, you know, are they going to just strictly give them to Backland? How's it going to work with the other centers? We know Lindholm is their prolific number one, and we know Backland is their shutdown guy. I'm interested to see how Kadri comes in and which wingers work well with him. Uh, Daryl uh, Daryl was on the Eric Francis show on Sports at 960 uh, from the farm, may I add. Hilarious interview. You could hear him working in the background. It was fantastic. And he said specifically, he was asked about um, – Mondrapani and he said who he's going to play with and he goes well that doesn't matter the wingers will play with it depends on who who works well with the centers and he says it's about the centers and he says I don't care about where Mondrapani plays it's about who does he work best with in the lineup so that's why Nazem Kadri is my player to pick because I want to see 
which wingers end up complementing him and how the top nine that that'll that'll determine how the top nine shapes out um, he's the new guy he's the guy that you want to experiment with the most get the best feel for uh, you've had Lindholm you've had Backlund you've had most of your wingers other than Huberto it's it's how Kadri works with those guys and that's why I think it's a big camp and Flames fans should take a note of Kadri and who's playing with him at any given time yeah, I think uh, I think you nailed it, Shane. I don't think there's a lot more to add to that. So, uh, and with that, uh, at the risk of running afoul of, of uh, hotel Wi-Fi again, we might as well close it out. Uh, once again, uh, Flame Station Radio is brought to you by DoorDash and uh, Eau Claire Distilleries, the makers of Rupert's Whiskey, the official whiskey of the Calgary Flames, and also presented by our friends at uh, Montana's. So for, for Shane, I'm Ryan. Thank you very much for joining us. We'll be back next week. And uh, at this time next week, we'll be talking about the Young Stars Classic and potentially there's a good, I believe we'll have rosters in hand. So we'll More talk pending. about, we'll break down uh, who's there, who's not there. And most importantly, as all you folks know, who are the tryout players? Who are the uncontracted players, the new faces who will be trying to make an impression on Flames Brass? So we'll see that in a week. In the meantime, everybody stay cool, stay hydrated and stay out of trouble. Right, once again, for Shane, I'm Ryan. See you next week. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market